Ray. Well, guys, it was another year of what seems to become a tradition here in central New York. Wondering if Syracuse is going to have the bubble or whether it's going to burst. Well, you know what? We got the bubble and we got ourselves a pre pretty good seed against a pretty good opponent. Yes, we're the 11th seed in our region and our first round opponent are, is going to be a team we played twice before. But the thing is, they haven't played the 2-3 zone this year. So you know what? That may be good for us. San Diego State is our first round opponent in the NCAA tournament. We get past the Aztecs. There's a chance we could play against an old friend, Bob Huggins and West Virginia in round two. But you know, it's become too much of a tradition now. And we got to get to where we're, hey, we're securely in the tournament. You know, we it always is a good thing to see, see us. I mean, it always is good to find out where Syracuse is going to play in the NCAA tournament. But we got to make sure that we got enough to where we're not on the bubble. Because, you know, we are on the bubble and then, poof, and then we, poof. chances are we could get hurt. But I digress. Also, congratulations to both St. Bonaventure and to Colgate for making it in the tournament, for winning their respective conferences. Always is good seeing the Catholics of Cataraugus in the tournament. The St. Bonaventure had a pretty formidable team this year. Same thing with Colgate. Although it's been years and years since our most common opponent has beaten us on the hard court, not too often has Colgate made it to where we're NCAA tournament bound, but Colgate's had a pretty good team the last couple three years, and they could surprise. So let's good luck to Colgate, good luck to St. Bonaventure, and of course to my Orange. It could be a hard road. I mean, they could say San Diego State is good enough that maybe we bow out in the first round, but let's not hope that. I think Syracuse could make it to the Sweet 16, maybe beyond. We'll see what happens. It's NCAA tournament time, and that's why they call it March Madness. <laughs> oh, well. Of course, it's March Madness also for the SU women's team. SU's women's team will play South Dakota State in the first round, and South Dakota State is known for having a pretty good women's team. Of course, they're all jackrabbits anyway. But, you know, in the second round, the thing is, it could run into a major roadblock. That is, UConn's women's team and its coach, Gino Oriema. But apparently, Gino is going to be on the sideline if SU makes it that far because he tested positive for COVID. 
All you know, Gino did get both inoculations, but that second inoculation hadn't taken hold quick enough. There's a little bit of a time after the second inoculation before you're pretty much fully immune. But then, hey, of course, UConn's women's team, they, they're they one of the roadblocks. They're one of the pillars there of women's basketball. SU and Quentin Hillsman makes it that far. It could be pretty formidable. That's all I'm saying. Good luck to both the SU men's team and to the SU women's team. And now let's go from that to the men's and women's basketball teams locally. Well, you know, Minders had a hell of a run through their, their Section 5 tournament. Yeah, a lot of people didn't think they'd go that as far as they did. They surprised Wellsville on their home court. Then they had an offensive explosion against C.G. Finney School there in Penfield. And they went to play for the championship in Gates on North Star Christian Academy's home court. Of course, you know what they say about some officials. They'll lie pertaining to the road that North Star Christian is on. They'll lie about calls. As let's just say, Minders was robbed. Anybody ever heard of the Phantom Foul? That's what happened. And of course, Jim Senecrope, who was announcing it, also, I mean, he was surprised too. How do you call a foul with about two seconds to go? How do you call a foul in that situation? Couldn't have said it better, my friend. You know, it shouldn't be left up to the refs to decide who's going to be the champion of a set of a class in Section 5 basketball, especially when these boys from Minders had worked so hard to get to that point. Minders should have won that. But of course, it's North Star Christian Academy's court, and of course, they got the home refs. And the thing is, if that's supposed to be a North Star Christian Academy, well, you know, those refs have to do a little bit of penance or maybe go into purgatory for making a stupid call like that. I'm sorry, Miners boys, but you should be champions. You worked hard enough. It shouldn't be North Star Christian Academy and its reps who like to doctor everything. But we'll go from that to the Waterloo girls, who in my mind could have won the state championship had they had any state to... Playoffs, but of course COVID took care of that, but we got to see how dominant they were. They slaughtered the southern tier. First, a 64-point win against Whalen Cohocton. Then, Wellsville comes up to the Waterloo's home gym, the Big Monster, and they found out how big a monster Waterloo's gymnasium is dropping by 56 points and only scoring 15 in the process. But then it comes the final against the Mustangs of Dansville. And all Waterloo beat Dansville to win the title by a mere 24 points. Yeah, Waterloo slaughtered the Southern Tier. Whalen, Cohocton, Wellsville, and Dansville all went back to the hills and they found out Damn, these Waterloo girls are good. Yeah, 
In my mind, they could have won the state title. But we'll, we won't know till next year because this Waterloo women's team is a pretty young bunch. And if they're this good this year, look out. And of course, to Miners girls, I have to say, Okay, enough praying for the Miners girls. They'll get better. Congratulations to Waterloo, and I'm sorry to Miners boys, but you were robbed. Almost like Rocky. Stick em up. I'm a North Star Christian graduate. I'm the referee. I'm gonna take the game from you, cause that's what I'm gonna do. Uh, yeah, Muggsy. Yeah, let's take the title from him. <laughs> well, I digress. Now on to talking a little about the Grammys. Yeah, it's always a star-studded affair. It's always cool to see what is the best in music, even though I don't really listen to a lot of the music nowadays. But you want to know how who the Academy Awards? Beyonce becoming the all-time leading women's winner. I think it was her 28th Grammy, plus her, her daughter, Winning a Grammy also. But what are the names of some of these artists? Yeah, especially Megan the Stallion. Yeah, you know what? You're Megan the Babe. Or I should call you Megan the Philly. And lastly, what about Cardi B? I know that it's called the Boob Tube, but your outfit's ridiculous there, kiddo. I mean, cover up. But congratulations to all the winners on the Grammys. And there are my thoughts for this week. Let's go, Syracuse. And we're 11th seed. But I mean, hey, we always make a run. Let's go, Orange. <laughs>